0: Uh, Hey, everybody. Today, you're going to be listening to episode 83 of The Illustrious Gentleman, and we're going to talk about The Force Awakens. It's a Star Wars movie you may have heard of that came out uh, several years ago. But before we get into that, I want to talk about uh, this episode's sponsors. We have three of them. Um, The first one is uh, Nothing Can Stop Me Now uh, More Stories Inspired by the Songs of Nine Inch Nails. That was a Kickstarter that they had that just ended. Um, And if you didn't get a copy there for whatever reason. If you didn't go over there for whatever reason, you know, you're dummy or whatever reason you didn't go over there, um, you can always go to amazon.com. And if you search uh, for uh, Nothing Can Stop Me Now, stories inspired by the songs of Nine Inch Nails, or if you just Google, if you put in the search box, Sean Denumbrum, S H A W N. D-E-M-U-M-B-R-U-M. Lots of M's there. Shonda number. Uh, it'll pull up all the all the uh, music anthologies that he's produced, and you'll see, uh, uh, you'll see the Break the Walls, stories inspired by the songs of the Pixies that both Scott and I are part of. Uh, you can find that on there. You can find the first volume of Nothing Can Stop Me Now, stories inspired by the songs of Nine Inch Nails. You can find both volumes of the Unite and Take Over, stories inspired by the songs of the Smiths. Maybe they only have one. They got two covers. I'm not quite sure. No, there's two volumes. So if you like the Smiths, if you like the Cure, not the Cure. They don't have a Cure one yet. They should have a Cure one. So, Sean, let's do a Cure one. Uh, they had, if you like the Nine Inch Nails, if you like Pixies, if you like your Smiths, uh, hop on over to Amazon.com, search Sean Denumbrum, D-M-U-M-B-R-U-M, and you can check out all those books. So uh, be sure to do that. Also, this week we are sponsored by Spoiler Country Podcast so uh the spoiler country podcast is two dudes kenrick and john and they review comic books movies and they have creator interviews new episodes come out weekly you can subscribe and listen at itunes stitcher everywhere else you listen to podcasts they're on there you can find them online at spoilercountrypod.com and you can follow them on twitter at spoiler underscore country so check out spoiler country and then last but not least you know my personal LCS, a shop that I shop at every week. Unfortunately, not unfortunately for them, but unfortunately for me, because I really shouldn't be spending money on comics. If you go to facebookcom Comics, you can see what they got going on. You can also visit their eBay store at ebaycom USR Cabcomic. Uh, they have all the best comics. They got uh, all the newest stuff from DC. So if you're a fan of uh you know if you're a fan of Batman, if you're a fan of uh, Justice League, if you're a fan of Superman, they got all that shit. They got Green Lantern comics, they got Wonder Woman comics, they got Flash comics, they got graphic novels, they got collectibles, they got everything. So be sure to visit Cab Comics eBay store at ebay.com slash USR slash Cab Comic or go to their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Cab Comics. So thank you to Cab Comics. Thanks to Corey. All right. And please enjoy this episode of Scott and I talking about The Force Awakens.
1: Welcome to another episode of The Illustrious Gentleman the place where comic book artists and top blokes scott Garleski and ryan cody talk about life work comics and booze follow the show on twitter at tig underscore show and online at www.tigshow.com t-i-g-s-h-o-w dot don't forget to let us know what you're drinking while you're listening to the show go on yourself big man
0: whatever Ugh. all right we're, we're it's, it's gonna take a little getting used to we haven't done this in like a month i don't think we're out of shape a month yeah well it's been two weeks two shows sir. two show two shows for heroes yeah and we record a week in advance so it's been at least three weeks that's how shit works
1: we were at heroes two weeks ago today
0: Right. So the last time we re- No, the last time we recorded at home was 3 oh, weeks ago.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm right. paying attention.
0: That's what I meant. The 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 normal setup, the southern and northern villa setups. It's been about, a, about 3 weeks or so. All right. So today we're going to mail in another episode and just do something easy <laughs> cuz I got a I got I got a hard out in about an hour, hour and 15. Got to go. Got to go hang yeah. out with a bunch of grown men. Something grown very men in a topical. Cabin. Yeah. Oh yeah, you mean yeah our episode? Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, apparently, The Force Awakens came out before we started doing this podcast. So we never reviewed two thousand fifteen, right? Yeah, it would have been uh, Christmas time, two thousand fifteen, right? Yes. Yes, and I just looked it up. It is. Uh, it is number one domestic box office, but if inf- if adjusted for inflation, it is number eleven. Whoa. Which I was shocked. Guess what number one is? Adjusted for inflation. Adjusted for inflation. I'll give you a
1: hint. It was before the U.S. entered World War II. No shit. It's not not Gone with the Wind or Wizard of Oz, right? It is Gone with the Wind. Wowzers. Adjusted domestic
0: gross is $1.8 billion. What a snooze fest. Tell me about it. And the original Star Wars, what I would call just Star Wars, what young youngins would call A New Hope, is number two at $1.6 billion. The Ten Commandments is on this fucking list, too. So oh, my God. Of music. Fucking no thank you. Okay. <laughs> f- f- fits in black and white. Get the fuck out of here, right? <laughs> I don't care about that shit. Okay. Uh, so, before, so so we're going to do this just so we can have the full set, right? We're collecting the full set of the, the four new Star Wars movies. Okay, Great. so before we get into, before we get into that, uh, are you drinking today? If, if you
1: are, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking a glass of water. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, current events, uh, I've been on antidepressants for about a week, and I, I really haven't had the itch for anything.
0: All right. So you haven't you haven't uh, you haven't uh, experimented. You haven't like drank any whiskey with it or uh, done some molly or some ecstasy or anything.
1: <laughs> no, I had I had one beer last weekend. You know, I I had three yesterday. So, may, oh. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I pushed it a little too far yesterday.
0: Okay. All right. Well. Mm-hmm. I just polished off, because I'm going, as soon as I'm done here, I'm going camping with some dudes, and so I'm going to be drinking all weekend, so I started early. I just polished off a gin and tonic. I got, like, this new, like, cocktail set and a full bar set up, so I've been, I don't know, using my shaker when it's not necessary, like, to to make a gin and tonic. I've been using the shaker, which is pointless. Uh, But I do have a a gin and, or, sorry, a Tom Collins here, a a classic recipe Tom Collins, uh, that I made, I made my, or my wife made it, but we made our own sugar syrup. So it's got sugar syrup. Uh, it has uh, gin and it has uh, club soda and typically yeah. lemon juice. I made mine with all lime juice. So it's technically called a Ricky. Oh, R I C K E Y, I guess. Okay. So mine's all lime juice instead of lemon juice. Cause I didn't want to buy any lemons, um, you know, and then you garnish it with some cherries and some uh, orange peel or orange. And this is a bit strong. I made a double. Um, but these are delicious. Tom Collins are delicious. They're my new favorite summer drink. I
1: love it. Yeah, them. I was just going to say. it's a, It certainly looks like a summer thing.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll see how well that goes down because there's a lot of gin in there. Okay, so uh, episode 83, The Force Awakens, the first... Uh, Star Wars movie in what, like 15 years, 16 years, something like that?
1: It was, what, 2015 from 83?
0: Yeah. So, well, no, the, the prequels,
1: son. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. The First this movie real did Star every- Wars movie in yeah.
0: 22 years. This movie did everything it could to avoid the prequels, to avoid that they even existed. Uh, I saw this movie opening night with my three kids. And I probably saw it three times total in uh, theaters. But when we we were going to review it for the show, I realized I never bought it on Blu-ray. So I had to rent Mm. it on uh, Amazon. So I guess when you see it three times in the movie theaters and you rent it on Redbox when it first... So I've seen it four times before I rented it. So I guess there's no reason to own it.
1: At least not yet. Yeah, I've got it on DVD. Uh, I did not watch it for this taping. um, Because that's how I roll.
0: Yeah, I watched it uh, a couple nights ago, and then I watched most of it at the gym today, but I skipped ahead certain parts. But so. Yeah, my, my mother-in-law's
1: fresh. had it for the last couple of months, and she never watched it. I lent her my copy of it, and it just sat there. Oh my gosh. Because she went to see you know what? episode 8, but she hadn't seen 7.
0: <laughs> well, she can see episode 8 on uh, Netflix now.
1: Oh, is okay. it on it, Netflix?
0: Yeah, I was thinking about giving it another watch, but I've seen it like three times already. But maybe I'll double dip. Who knows? Uh, okay, so I got a bunch of notes here, and they're not really coordinated at all. But uh, let, why don't we start with what we didn't like so that way we can finish on a high point. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil alert a little bit. This is my favorite of the four that have come out. This, hmm. is, my Star, this is my favorite Star Wars movie since 1983.
1: So, so you liked Jedi more than this?
0: Well, I got to go. It's, I, I can't. That's impossible to judge, right? Because I saw Jedi when I was like nine. So it's hard to go back and judge right now. But I still think the first three movies probably hold up as the best three of the series. Although watching this one and watching the, the you know just the modern, modern film techniques and modern special effects and shit, I really wish they could go back and I wish they had made. I wish it was possible to make the first three now. Uh, but that's we don't have a we don't have a DeLorean so it doesn't that's impossible so I don't know what did you what's your overall feel of it first of all ah. were you like I was when I was pumped in 2015 when I saw the trailer for this shit I was losing my marbles about how excited I was for this movie in 2015 and I think when I first saw it I think I was proclaimed how much I loved it so that could be I, nostalgia uh, it could
1: be whatever but god you know what um was I remember I don't know i I think I had tempered my expectations um I was really super excited for Jurassic world Ugh. I remember that Ugh. was that the same year
0: was that fifteen Has it been three years since the last terrible one to the current
1: terrible one? yeah, that one just kicked my soul Dra- right in the nuts.
0: Jurassic World might have been summer of 2016, so maybe two years ago, or maybe it was summer of 2015. I don't know. Why don't we Google it?
1: Yeah, let's do that right now, on the air.
0: Alright, All right, I'll do it. Why don't you keep telling me about how much Jurassic World wrecked your heart?
1: No, I uh, want to no. hear you typing.
0: Oh, I'm typing. Jurassic uh, World came out in 2015, so it would have been a summer, yeah, summer, June 12th, 2015.
1: Yeah, that may have uh, had something to do with my expectations for force awakens yeah you had already been burned once that yeah, year. yeah that's right yeah. yeah i remember yeah su- same thing with man of steel super excited and then yeah you know then jurassic world and then this i i just didn't have anything i didn't have any there was nothing left in the hype machine
0: okay but you still went and saw it in the in the theater right
1: i did yeah i maybe like a week after I, I i never go to these opening night things i don't go even on same weekend usually yeah i went to one of those uh those dine in theaters i think oh, we, okay like i an think album i went to draft house or something yeah i think i went to the esplanade over on camelback oh so you can um, hear people like ch-
0: chewing their food while you're wa- trying to watch a movie
1: yeah that's it was that's no, it was sweet, um yeah, you get a I don't know, you get an atmosphere that you don't get other places when you can hear people swallowing things next to you, yeah, right, it's like being at home in your living room, yeah, clinking and clanking silverware and burping and shit
0: waitresses and waiters walking around, yeah, sounds horrible, all right, so uh. Let's see, I got a bunch of goods, I got a bunch of bads, and I got a bunch of, like, question marks. So I think the question mark's very bad. Uh, my, my biggest fault, let's just let's hit the jump. My biggest fault in this whole thing is that everything is so convenient and Snoke is fucking horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the story doesn't go anywhere without convenience and, and luck. And then Snoke... I mean, that might, be the, that might be the best thing Ryan Johnson did was just get rid of Snoke. Uh, mm-hmm. Stupid. And am, am I the only one who assumed Snoke was like a 30-foot giant? Like, I didn't know until they finally showed that he was a hologram. But even when they showed that he was a hologram, I still assumed he was like 30 feet tall. That would have been badass. Yeah, I mean, that's confusing, right? Like, why make him so big? Well, it's the intimidation I mean, factor. Well, if you're gonna go that route, then when they finally show him in person, he should have been like three feet tall.
1: Nah, eh, no. I, I I was fine with it. I'm sure on the other end, though, like Kylo Ren's hologram is like six inches tall. <laughs> I can't see you. Your video feed cut out. I assume no. you're
0: you're doing like a, a index finger thumb thing. I was measuring. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Uh, yeah. So I didn't like Snoke at all. I thought he was just terrible. It, no. I mean, I, I assume J.J. Abrams was like, I'm setting this dude up to be a huge bad guy throughout the whole trilogy, and he's going to be mysterious, and he'll be like the emperor. And then Ryan Johnson was like, no, he's stupid. Uh, but that was a terrible setup if that was the original plan anyways. I, I just don't get it.
1: There was no original plan. There there was nothing beyond seven.
0: Yeah, it's like they didn't write a Bible for all three movies. I think we have said this exact same thing before, but yeah. it's like they didn't write a Bible for all three movies. And then write no. the scripts to fit that outline.
1: No, no, they didn't. Right. They had right. some guy do seven, and then they had some other guy do eight.
0: Right. And that, did they have? I mean, did they have the same writers or different writers? I didn't look that far in. No, there were
1: different writers. Lawrence Caston and uh, I think Abrams and Caston co-wrote seven, but Ryan Johnson wrote eight all by himself.
0: Oh. Cool. Snoke was terrible. Going along with the uh, coincidence factor, uh, Ray is just inexplic- inexplicably, inexplicably. inexplicably
1: Spic- yes, yeah, it's, it's the latter. Explicably.
0: Inexplicably good at everything. She can yeah, fly the, the Millennium Falcon without ever flying it. She can uh, the fly Mary, with a lightsaber.
1: Uh, the Mary Sue thing.
0: Yeah, but isn't that the reverse of a Mary Sue?
1: No, the Mary is oh. good at everything.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then why do why do some feminists not like the Mary Sue? Or is it white dudes who don't like the Mary Sue? That's right. Oh, okay. All right. I'm fine with that, but just have, I don't know, maybe just have like a, I don't know, maybe have a line in there like, uh, I don't know, Luke was good at everything too or something like that. Like half-hand Han roll his eyes and say Luke was good at everything too or something because otherwise she's just great at everything. I mean... Han hands her a blaster and she's like she's like dead shot and stormtroopers and shit and
1: you know that that was a big part of eight though and eight everybody fails at everything
0: yeah but that's it still doesn't explain why she's so good at everything I mean you know I get I get the force and shit but uh Luke had to go train with Yoda to learn how to use the force and learn how to be use a lightsaber and shit so yeah you know, that just falls into the whole, like, easy storytelling, get to point A, point B with the least amount of effort. Let's see. You got any what, – what's what's on your nitpick list or what's on your uh... – I've, I've been talking the whole time. It, this, I, I, I this. think
1: it had the same level of fan service that something like Rogue One did. Um, but it was handled completely differently. It, it wasn't uh, – they didn't linger on anything. Nothing was in your face, right? Um, it uh, All – I. Th- feel like all of the the hey look at this stuff was actually in service of the plot rather than just like uh, easter eggs that were center frame right
0: yeah I mean it, 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 is, it is a retread and there is a lot of fan service but I don't again when I watched this I did not think for one second about the, the three prequels I just thought about the three original movies so for me I didn't really mind the retread and rewatching it. I didn't really mind the the retread, the coincidences to a new hope. Uh, None of that really bothered me even on like my fifth rewatch. If anything, I become more endeared to it, but yeah. So yeah, my note is it's all coincidence and retread, but it's still fun. And like you said, it all serves the story that they told. Exactly. So we talked, we talked when last Jedi came out about like how forced and weird the whole casino planet scene seemed uh i kind of got that vibe like i could have done without the whole scene with with them on the freighter fighting the the monster or whatever the fucking the, the tentacle monster and the gangsters like none of that has any bearing on the rest of the story You you I needed a I set
1: piece there with han's introduction
0: yeah i don't know then you could have made it something like uh i don't know I I don't know. It, it seemed like they just wanted to like throw a monster in there so the kids could get excited about a monster. Like it just seems pointless. And again, none of that paid off. Like Han owes all these gangsters money. None of that's going to pay off in uh-huh. the rest of the the new trilogy. So what's the point of setting it up?
1: Um, no. Well, no, no, it's not. It 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 didn't need to. It 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 was almost yeah. It was almost like a cold open, right? And at like. The third point of the movie, like a like a third of the way in, it was strange yeah. to be sure, but I can forgive it.
0: Yeah, I could have done without it. Just have a chase scene with Han and a some shitty thing, and he's chasing the Falcon. I don't know. Yeah, I could have done without it. I, I think I think it would take two seconds to edit that whole scene out, and you just add one or two additional lines, and it's done. Here's the, here's the thing that I don't know if you notice this. Does it look like they, and I don't know how many reshot I, I never read up on the production of this about how many reshoots were done or if anything was changed drastically. But the scene when Finn and Ray, when, when Finn is leaving at, at uh, Maz Kanata's Can- or whatever, and they're talking, it seems like Finn was digitally, like he doesn't look right. His character, like it looks like he's digitally inserted into that scene. Huh. Almost like, almost like they wrote that scene with her talking to somebody else. It's got like soft lighting around his face. You know what I'm talking about, like the Barbara Streisand—or not Barbara Streisand—the
1: Barbara <laughs> Walters, the Barbara Walters lighting. I, I get what you mean.
0: Yeah, it is. It looks so weird, and every time I've seen it, I immediately think like this is this is not normal. Like they did something weird here. But I guess it, it, I have nowhere to go with this because you don't you didn't you didn't notice it either. So
1: <laughs> it it bothers the bothers me. No, I did not notice it. And which is weird cuz I got an eye for that sort of stuff. Uh, well go
0: back. Did, did you get your DVD back or not?
1: You said you did. I right? did. I took it back the last time I was there. Yeah, so it's not
0: when they're all sitting at the table talking to Maz. It's when Finn throws his little tantrum and says I'm going to fucking leave and then it's I think it might even be I think it's after Ray goes downstairs and gets scared shitless and then she goes back up and confronts uh-huh. Finn. Uh it's uh-huh. when the just the two two of them are talking and it looks he looks so fake.
1: That's very That's, weird.
0: It is weird. It, it's it's bizarre. Speaking of just just jumping on just rolling with this as I'm doing here, why does Ray get to keep her English accent, but Finn has to put on an American accent?
1: Uh, you you can't have your two leads be uh, dirty dirty R- foreigners. I don't know. Well, in an American science fiction movie. Maybe. You think they did, like, rock,
0: paper, scissors to decide who was going to put on the English accent? Oh, God, no. No?
1: No. No, they just... If I had a choice between Daisy Ridley with a British accent and doing whatever else they would have asked her to do... (laughs) Okay. That's fair enough. Maybe she should have played it with, like, a Brooklyn accent or something.
0: Well, I mean, you already have your American lead. You have a uh, handsome, handsome Poe Dameron. Uh, I, I had never seen uh, Oscar Isaac in anything. I guess I saw him in Ex Machina, but i had never really seen him in much else. And I was struck at how beautiful this man was. And then I went and watched... Uh, have you seen Inside Ellen Davis? No. That's, I think it's a Coen Brothers film? Yeah, it is. Uh, that is great, and he sings in that, so you want to melt your heart. You want to fall in love. You put it on inside you. <laughs> and Davis. I think it's on Amazon prime right now. Every day. Oh,
1: good. Or,
0: or it was, cause that's where I watched it. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, so just flowing into that. My good, my, my good category. Uh, I love, I love the three leads. I think they have great chemistry. I've, I, I love, I fell in love with all three characters almost instantly. Agreed. Yeah. It was crazy. And just re- rewatching it this morning that, uh, the scene of, uh, Poe and Finn in the in the X wing when they're fighting and then they both uh, Poe goes like nice to meet you or nice to meet you Poe and then Poe goes yeah you too Finn or whatever and they're both smiling I can't I can't watch that and not have a big fucking grin on my face I love that scene <laughs> I love I love their fucking bromance There's all these like you know all these fanboys or not fanboys because they hate that the opposite of fanboys trolls and shit wait that's the opposite too There's all these people who want them to be gay right. And I don't think they're gay. I think it's a real... I, I'm happy that it's just a f- super cool... It's like it's like us, man. It's a strong... It's a great bromance. Like, those two... Those two are great together. Uh, you know, and then Ray, like, who's... You know, Ray's... Ray's, uh, Ray's I'm Poe. You're, yeah, you're Poe, for sure. That's fine, though. <laughs> I'll be... That's fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's cute. I like it. And I like that it's not shied away from or that it's not antagonistic, like... You know, when Han and Luke first met, they were kind of, you know, Han was kind of a dick to Luke. Yeah, and, but yeah, I love, they were kind of rivals. Yeah, yeah, but I, I love how instantly th- this trio just comes together so quickly. Although now that I think about it, Ray and Ray and Poe Dameron don't have any scenes together. They don't even meet in the first movie, do they?
1: Ray and Poe.
0: Yeah, or no. in the, or in the second movie, do they interact at all?
1: Not until the end, to where she moves the rocks.
0: Oh yeah, well, right. Okay, so it's not really like a three-way, a menage a trois, if it will, because there's no interaction between her and Poe. Finn is the whatever you would call it in the middle. You got you got Ray on one side. Oh wait, wait, no, yeah, yeah. You got Ray on one side. You got Poe on the other side. No one can see my hands doing this, but and then you got he's like, the meat in
1: the sandwich. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. He's the ham, and there are the two pieces of white bread. Yeah. <laughs> But I think they all all do really well together. It's uh,
1: shockingly how good their chemistry was. Um, No, I agree. Um, The movie doesn't work without the three of them. Right. Specifically, I think, without Daisy Ridley. And I think... I I hate to keep banging on... Banging? Jurassic World. But I I think that was one of the biggest problems with that movie. How... Uh, Chris Pratt is... A charming dude. He's got good screen presence, but they didn't give him anything to work with, really. They yeah. didn't give Bryce Dallas Howard anything. There, there was no third person. Yeah, no. the The, the new characters absolutely make it work. Absolutely.
0: No, and he, even uh, even someone like Maz, who's kind of a you you don't know how big her character is going to be, maybe in the next one, and she barely appeared at all in the second one, but. I like that character. She serves a she serves a purpose, and and uh, I don't know. It gave them a set piece for that cool battle. Uh, so yeah, all the new characters, for the most part, except for Snoke, uh, were pretty good. And I even like Kylo Ren. I, I I love I love Kylo's helmet. I love the his helmet design. I love his his design, his character design. Uh, the the I love the the ship and all the character designs in this movie are great. Everything's right on point. Um, I actually think you lose some Kylo. <laughs> You lose some. You Kylo loses something when he takes his helmet off. Uh, but oh, I don't, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Uh, but I, I like that design. I like that character.
1: Uh, no, it's great. I he's my favorite of the. I guess we'll call him New Four, right? The three. Yeah. Rebels, and then I guess. There's got to be a the, better. Are uh, the four main characters? There's got to be a better new game main game characters. Game. He's my he's my he's my favorite. I I love. The idea of somebody being pulled to the light side. Oh, you think that's what's happening? Well, that's what was happening in (laughs) 7.
0: I just just like that the most powerful... Because there's really no Sith left anymore. So he's, I mean, by de facto math. Right. if, If that's how math works. He's like the most powerful Sith on the planet. And he just has temper tantrums. Like, I love that. I love... Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, he's I laughed just, out loud he's... when I first... Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like me. He laughed out I loud had, what? Uh, when, when he would tear up, like, whatever room he's in because he would throw a tantrum. Like, that's me. Like, when I was making this drink, I, I, I... It takes a couple... Look, bros. It takes a couple limes to get two ounces of lime juice. And I had my <laughs> lime juice in my little measuring cup. I was about to pour it into my shaker and I spilled it, so I had to cut open two more limes. Had to clean that shit up, cut open two more limes to get my lime juice for my cocktail. And when I spilled the first two ounces, I threw a Kylo Ren level fit in my kitchen. I just didn't have a <laughs> uh, a lightsaber, a Christian based lightsaber to fucking wreak havoc with. But I went I went nuts. Luckily, no one's home. But I I, I do like the emotional kind of fly off the handle, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, bad guy. I like that I like that oh, yeah. aspect. Yeah,
1: he's totally cosplaying as Darth Vader. <laughs> it's yeah. it, it's great. It's great.
0: I meant I to love a- it. I meant to ask you but I forgot because you saw you said you didn't see this till like a week after it came out. Was uh yeah. ha- was Han's death spoiled for you when you saw it? No.
1: No, I, I didn't know. I mean you suspect something, right? Somebody's gonna get it. The the original three are not going to make it. Yeah, which
0: is a shame because I really enjoy Han, I r- really enjoy Harrison Ford in this movie. Like I would love to see an old yeah. Han movie, but no, it had been spoiled for me. And I still saw it. Th- I saw it the Thursday night it opened, and it had been spoiled for me already. Uh, on like Twitter or some shit, so I kind of knew it. So it was a little anticlimactic. But yeah, I mean, I guess you do. You gotta you gotta move on, right? So that's I guess that kind of why I'm so disappointed with luke and leia hanging around as long as they have i would have liked all three of them to just be out of it by the end of the first movie
1: (sighs) yeah it yeah i mean it was it was important for eight i guess right when uh kylo continuing on this path that he's chosen that that was the thing he needed to do to get to where he was in eight um so i guess that actually paid off that carried over that's that's the one thing. It is so bizarre. It's
0: so bizarre how these two movies are so different. Uh, there's really no flow between the two of them. I don't think. I mean, right? Like it's. I mean, it's. It's almost like. Uh, no. They had no co- coherent idea of what to do. With a with the biggest franchise on the planet.
1: No, I agree. The only thing that connected the two movies was Ray on the island. That's it, Luke's Island. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh,
0: I didn't love. I don't love movies that s- the sequel starts right after the last one ends. I did not like the beginning. The beginning. I did not like the end of the Force Awakens, and I did not like the beginning of the Last Jedi. I hate movies that are just like, "Oh, no time has passed," because you know, time's passed for me, bro. It's been a couple years, you know. <laughs> shit's moved on like like have a different opening scene like like you like you mentioned earlier have the uh cold open you know do something else and then go to that maybe they did maybe i don't remember last jedi enough but i feel like it opened oh wait
1: there was yeah i don't remember there there
0: was a cold open because it was uh it was my boyfriend poe dameron blowing up the fucking oh
1: that's right oh the best that's the best the
0: best cold open the best cold open dropping bombs Oh, it was so bad dropping Dropping
1: bombs. Dropping Um, bombs in space. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know. you have anything else on your, like, I didn't love it list? Or did you even make
1: a list? Do you have anything in your noggin? Uh, Things I didn't love. I didn't have anything I really hated. I mean, you would like for it not to be just another Death Star. To be maybe there's a, a creative way. To actually do something interesting. I don't know. It, it would have been interesting to maybe, like, um, to have, I don't know, like, remnants of the empire, like, forming different cells or something of, like, terrorist groups. So you, you flip it to where right. the resistance or whatever is now, like, the status quo and is in power and is going out trying to crush what's left of. The Emperor's forces, uh, but that's 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 a concept that's just too heady for Star Wars. But why even? I, I was confused. Uh, why even
0: have a new group called the First Order? Why not just have them still be the the not the, we're the rebellion, right? We're the good guys. Why not just have it be the remnants of the Empire? Why do you have to have a whole new name? You know what I'm saying? Like like uh, it, instead of having a yeah. whole new, like, first it, it, order it didn't with, make any with, sense with whoever, whoever the fuck Snoke is, have a bunch of loyal followers of uh, the Emperor Invader. You know, have it like a Fourth Reich mentality or something like that would have made much more sense than just something brand new popping up, which is exactly like the Empire,
1: just with a different name. Yeah, they built this whole thing on really kind of shaky ground. There's no good sense of what anything is, right? I mean, the Resistance shouldn't just, like, be the army. Why why are they still a rinky dink sort of thing?
0: Well also I, why are I, they I don't get it. Why are they called the why aren't they called why aren't they called the rebels still? Why not why not why do you have to make everything so different? Would, well I'm sorry. Yeah. Why do you have to make everything exactly the same but with different names? You still have the rebels, you still have the empire. What's wrong with ha- what's
1: wrong with that? They 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 needed no, they couldn't because they need to market something.
0: Maybe they're worried about using the term "empire" because of current politics—the American Empire. <laughs> whatever. Maybe. I I definitely had a drink before my current drink. Let's so, just put it, let's leave it that way. Yeah, whatever. So my biggest—we already covered it. Doesn't matter. My biggest note is Snoke sucks. It takes up like half my page. Um. All right. So, how did you feel? So let's move into the 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 pause zone. How did you feel when you left the movie after seeing it? Were you like that was a good Star Wars movie or you were like nah?
1: Were you you or were you excited about um, it? Um I probably had sort of the same opinion that I had leaving Solo. Um Yeah, it was it was a movie. Mhm. It was fine. Uh you know, it was a, a a decent way to spend a couple hours, I guess. It was fun. I didn't hate it. Well, let's, uh, I don't
0: think we've ever covered the, let, let's go back. We've never covered this, I don't think. How big of a Star Wars fan are you or were you growing up? Growing up, I was a huge Star Wars fan.
1: Did you have, like, um, like I had Star Wars sheets. Home, uh, I didn't home. have sheets. Oh. Um, I mean, I had all the toys and stuff. I right. I, I read some of, like, the expanded universe novels. Uh, I I think I've mentioned it on the show before. I played the card game. Uh right now I'm
0: even nerd. I
1: can't see it because of the lighting, but I'm rocking my Darth Vader t-shirt right now. Dork. Yep. Yeah, so I never went that far.
0: I had the toys and I had the uh I had the toys and <laughs> I had uh I had the uh the C3PO head that you could open and you could store your action figures in. Some people had Darth Vader, but I had the oh, C3PO. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, bummer. Yeah, bummer. What? Because I didn't have Darth Vader. Yeah, I'm a rebel, man. I'm not. I'm not part of the machine. I'm not part of the big company. No, corporate. nobody has ever
1: picked a C-3PO S- thing over a Darth Vader thing ever.
0: Fuck. You're you're part of the corporate empire, man. I was part of the rebels. <laughs> uh, but I never, I never, yeah, I never corporate empire. Yeah, yeah. we should never, talk about that. <laughs> I never, uh, I never, uh, I never went into the expanded universe. I never read the comics. Uh, I was only a movie kid, but uh, I i would say I was, when I was little, a pretty big Star Wars fan, but not as much as like a Transformers or G.I. Joe or something like that. So when these movies came back, to me, they were just cool. It wasn't like uh, I was waiting 30-something years for a good Star Wars movie. I was, I, I, I was smart enough to know that the three prequels sucked, although I will say Revenge of the Sith is not the
1: worst movie, but the other two were terrible. It's not the worst movie of the three.
0: No, it's the best movie of the three. But it is
1: the third worst movie of all time.
0: (laughs) We should. Okay. (laughs) Real quick. Uh, Neither of us loved The Last Jedi. Would you still put it above the three prequels? Oh, yeah. Okay. Last Jedi was at least competent. Right. Right. I think we talked about this, but there's a YouTube uh, edit on YouTube. Of all three prequels in one movie, it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, we should watch that at some point when we when we're hating ourselves, and then we should do a show where we we we, you and I make remake the prequels. We'll rewrite the prequels. <laughs>
1: that, that's interesting too, because there's also a series of YouTube videos, um, uh, on how to fix the prequels, where somebody broke it down, and then, like, based on. One, how they would have fixed one and then totally sort of take apart two and three and they did like little um, animatics for two and three so they created their own motion storyboards. It's really interesting. Huh. I should have a link or something.
0: I guess the easiest way to fix the prequels would be just to... They never should have existed, right? I mean, they serve no point. They don't... they're they don't, they don't flow into the other eight movies wait three four five movies in any way they're pointless.
1: Well, there's so much space between three and four. Now they they yeah they're just so bad. Yeah, they're just so bad. And also, you don't need one at all. You
0: really don't need one because then it's I mean take out the creepy factor of a, a beautiful beautiful Natalie Portman is going to hook up with a kid she met when he was like nine. Like that shit's fucking gross. Like she, yeah, had, that's, uh, she had like a nickname for him and shit. Like she called him like a little nickname and then like Annie cut, and then cut to like 10 years later and she can't help herself from banging him. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like dude, the dude had a braid mullet. Like he wasn't that irresistible. You know, I like, don't think
1: they, yeah, I don't think they focus group that idea at all.
0: No. Like if anything, she should have been banging Obi-Wan cause he's and McGregor. But, I mean, come on. Let's – Jesus, Lord. Uh, all right. So, yeah, let, let's see. Uh, this movie is full of, like, cool shit, right? Like, cool visuals. Like I said, I already mentioned the character designs. Like, it's really impressive how they went back and modified or adjusted uh, designs from 40 years ago and just made everything kind of cool. Uh, I, I love how when they introduced uh, Ray. The, the, the whole part of Jakku that she was on, everything is just like. Everything is just like destroyed, like old uh, Imperial. Like she lives in a fucking at at. Is that what it's called? At at.
1: Yeah, ATAT.
0: Yeah, so she lives in like an at at. And uh, she's like harvesting old star destroyers and shit. Uh, I love the sense of scale. I'm a big fan of scale, right? In anything, like comic, art, movies. So I love that when they first showed her you don't see her face and then she's just inside a giant star destroyer and she's so small and you're not supposed to think that she's, you're almost supposed to think that she's one of those sand people, you know, from the first, whatever they're called Jawas. You are almost supposed to think she's that kind of character that she's inconsequential. Yeah. And I, I, and that that's, I mean, there's, there's no doubt that was a, a deliberate move. Like let's put her in something gigantic, make her seem very small. So then when she finally, you know, you know does something heroic you're like oh shit uh so i love the way they introduced her i don't love the way daisy ridley runs like that someone should have gave her lessons on how to run just (laughs) watch the movie again and and focus on every time she runs it is the most awkward run it's like someone who never it's like a baby deer that just learned how to walk but then immediately has to start running that's her running style (laughs) it's just she never like her arms are out to the side instead of at her waist so she's not like pumping with her fists at her waist she's like they're out to the side like their wings it's bizarre uh even my wife pointed it out the other night when we were watching it. she's like man she runs funny and then today when i was at the gym putting in work baby i was working at the gym (laughs) today i noticed she does run funny and it's never not normal it's always awkward the way she runs uh I don't believe you. Maybe that was a character choice. You think I, I bet she runs like a champ. I bet she runs normally. Like she's probably like a good long distance runner. She could she could run, oh, run You yeah. think you think that was a choice as an actor? <laughs> yeah. Like she could probably do like you know, she could probably be on the University of Oregon Ducks cross country team or something like that. She'd be fine. But I think she made a choice that this character
1: Yeah, this this character would run like this. Right. Because of her history.
0: Yeah, you know, she's growing up on sand dunes. You're running through sand dunes. You don't run the same way on sand dunes as you do in normal track and field. I have one more note on here, so I'm going to need you to bring us home. My last note is when Finn takes off his helmet, that is the first time in any movie we've ever seen a stormtrooper without his helmet on. Yes. I thought as a kid... That those were just their heads. That they were like cyborgs or robots. And if you discount the clone army... There's no reason to think that they're not that there's humans under there. So does that mean are are there also like uh Ewok stormtroopers? Are there Jabba stormtroopers? Are there
1: like Admiral Fish Face stormtroopers? No. The, it... the the idea of the Empire was that it's um, Oh, they're Nazis, yeah. It's it, it's an ex yeah, it's an exclusionary mm. sort of ideology, right. right? Yeah, so they're all humans. Right, There's I a mean, couple- they have bits on. Uh, there was a bit on the Death Star or something where they were making small talk. So Oh yeah, they're just dudes.
0: Yeah, so they're like they're like uh, what do you call them now? Like these these uh, fucking white nationalist kids now. These douchebags. It's it's like them. Like they they want to be part of the winning team. They they want to be on the side that they think is going to treat them the best. So they sign mm-hmm. up to be stormtroopers. Uh, right. Right, so there's a couple a couple times in this movie, I thought like, oh, they needed a line here, or they don't need a line here. So, so they they during the whole escape scene with Poe <laughs> po and Finn, Poe wait, Poe and Finn, they uh they the 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 First Order refer to FN two one eight seven like six times in the matter of like a minute and a half. And at one point, they're like, oh, he went with a storm. A stormtrooper, broke him out. And then all of a sudden, like, Kylo Ren's like, FN-2187. Like, how does he fucking know who he is? Why would, <laughs> if, you're, if you're second in command, you know, if you're 1A and 1B with Hux, why would you know what a stormtrooper who works in sanitation? He can read his mind. Uh, did he read his mind when he saw him not fire and he's like, coward? Did he read his mind then? Then yeah, uh, I don't know. I felt like there's way too many times they said his name
1: in that scene, but whatever. They had to establish. You you have to know that it's FN, two one eight seven. But you know that because he doesn't have his helmet on. I don't know. No, but they they have to say the name so that when he says, "Well, I'm just gonna go," you Finn, then. Right. You know, you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense because I'm an idiot and I didn't hear it the first five times. It would have been
0: funnier had uh f n two one eight sevens designation been like f n two one four point five six seven and then <laughs> and then like as he's reading that off, Poe was like, no no no, 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 I'm just going to call you finn like that would have been funnier whatever they didn't hire me to script doctor this i'm all out of i'm all out of notes I, oh I, uh yeah we've kind of that's a great through. idea what do you got we should have been doing On that notes? the whole
1: time for these for these On episodes notes? we we should have done the review episode and then the next episode is how we would fix it
0: oh okay well we got we got a few minutes uh what would you have fixed on this keep it in mind that you don't know that last jedi exists so if you're building this to start a trilogy um well let me let me let me jump in real quick hmm. because i will say that i think the goal of this movie was to get new star wars fans not not reinvigorate the already fan base because they're going to see it anyways. So the goal of this movie was to sell, yes. sell toys and set up a
1: new franchise. Okay. Yep.
0: Is there any big changes you would have made? Anything?
1: Um, I think... Yeah, I was going to say keep the Empire like we talked about, but you've got 30 years in between movies. You can't have things being the same. Uh, i feel I don't know, It's they went a long way out of their way to keep things the same when I think the braver, smarter move would have been to try to create something new for a new generation of fans. Right. Um, that, that's, I don't know that I could really get into that in a couple of minutes, I would need to think on that but um, yeah I would like some sort of role reversal of things with um, you know take maybe Princess Leia being in charge of the General, new army or whatever General Leia yeah, show your and, respect sorry Jesus yeah um, and uh, God I don't know
0: well I think they went along yeah, yeah I don't know yeah. I don't know if they went a long way. I, I, cause I really do think this hits on a lot of marks. I think this movie is really good. Uh, I think they could have even simplified the storyline more like they really kind of like, Oh, a map to Luke Skywalker or whatever. Like you could have just introduced a character who for, let's say Ray is 20. You could have introduced a character who for like six or seven years has been searching for Luke Skywalker. So she's. This is just currently where the story starts. Is this? So she's already found his lightsaber. She's already found. Like she's like a, I don't know. Like a, maybe like a cult group. You know, grew up around Luke, after he disappeared, and so she's trying to find him because he's the savior and all this shit. Instead of just like, oh, he just disappeared, and we're everyone's kind of trying to find him, but that's not really the point of this movie. Is trying to find Luke. Oh, that would be uh, interesting. Like you could have had like a really maybe have a. Well, you, you could have played yeah, it. You yeah. could have played it to where, like, she is. It could have been her. You know, I don't know. It could have been her. But, anyways, could have been a character whose goal in life is to find Luke because they believe Luke is their savior. And you play that I, off. I of, think
1: you, she's. You,
0: yeah, yeah. Go, you, go, go. You you play that exact opposite of Kylo Ren, who worships Darth Vader. So if you're going to continue the old character trait, or the uh, the the how important these old characters are, then you have one devotee of Darth Vader and one religious fanatic of Luke Skywalker. And they're both searching for who they think will save the universe. Basically. I mean, it, it the idea of that, she just falls into this whole storyline is that's probably my biggest problem with this movie is that, we're just supposed to believe that it's all coincidence that she's dragged into this where it'd make much more sense. If she's been looking for Han Solo, if she's been searching for the millennium Falcon, if she's been searching for Luke's lightsaber, that shit would make sense. If she was like a Laura Croft of the star Wars universe and her goal was to find Luke Skywalker, that would make a lot more sense.
1: I think she is super cute. Yes. Yeah. Super cute. Adored. Um, Um uh, I she is okay, here's here's my I'm gonna piggyback off of that and here's my rewrite. She is the central figure of a group of young force sensitive people that have been looking for Skywalker. Um and in their search Ren is also looking for Skywalker. So at some point, this Ray's group is going to come across the Knights of Ren. And it would be interesting in either her naivete or uh, hubris or whatever, that she's responsible for the death of all of her friends. At the hands of Kylo Ren,
0: yeah. Play them off as mirror images of each other.
1: Yeah, I I don't know how you bring, uh, Leia and Han into that. Um. Well, you just have Leia and Han have also been looking for Luke for
0: thirty years. You know. Yeah. They're rel- that's, uh, they're, that's they're related. They're related to him. That's easy. Hmm. Or or you could even play it off like they could be looking for Luke because. Sorry, I'm trying to eat my fucking cherries and it's a disaster um you play it off that like uh so you don't you don't ever have kylo ever train with luke in my version so they're looking for luke because they're worried that kylo has turned to the dark side and they think luke is the only one that can bring him back so everyone's looking for luke for three or four different reasons kylo wants to get trained or he wants to learn more about darth vader uh you know uh ray is thinks that luke's her savior and then the resistance
1: thinks that they need to find Luke to save Kylo. The, okay, then you gotta you gotta some stakes with Kylo Ren then. Um, well, he's on the
0: verge uh, of he's on the verge of uh, killing babies in the Jedi Temple. He's like that close. That's his stakes, right? Saving his soul. Because I, I don't the, think it's important enough
1: to save a man's soul. The one man in the galaxy. Uh,
0: it's, um, it's not discount feelings yeah yeah I don't know they, they I, could have started it at a better jump point than they did uh, but other than that I think they did a pretty good job all right any final thought we should totally do a trilogy show or sorry a prequel trilogy show um oh God yeah. maybe when we're really hating like full-on hating ourselves we'll do a prequel trilogy show <laughs> uh, okay any any final thoughts what, what uh, uh okay I already I've already said it this is my f- this is my favorite movie of the most recent ones that have come out where does this fall on your scale <laughs> where does this fall on your scale of uh the uh, last Jedi rogue one solo force awakens
1: oh uh, wow it's got be the best it's gotta um, be the best of the four I get I guess it's this yeah and then I guess by default solo. I agree. Uh, Last Jedi and Rogue One. Uh, I'd have to rewatch Last Jedi because
0: I think I'd put Rogue One ahead of that. Um, but it's not because I hate women. Like it's it's nowadays if you tell people you don't like Last Jedi, they're like you just don't get it. Like you don't like women. You don't want powerful women. Rey is the fucking most powerful character in the first movie. It was great. She's great. And Poe might be gay, so I'm fine with. Although being gay doesn't make you a woman, but I mean I'm fine with non-standard s- heroes. Last Jedi just had problems, anyways. Uh, how was your water today, Scott? Was it was it Phoenix tap water or was it bottled water? It was refreshing.
1: Yeah. No, it wasn't bottled water, but I have a reverse osmosis system, Ooh. so it was fine.
0: Does it uh, screw on right to your tap, or do you have to filter through something? No, it's under the
1: sink. Yeah.
0: Oh, so everything that comes out of your tap is already filtered.
1: I, in out of the alternate tap oh
0: yeah, yeah 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 okay my friends have that it's like a second tap just for water uh, drinking water correct right okay do you cook with phoenix tap
1: water or do you cook with your reverse osmosis water it depends on what it is if I'm making something for the kids it's tap water <laughs> good
0: you don't want to give them any expectations uh well, tap water all that shit burns away anyway tap water where I live is delicious it's the best water I've ever had yeah, in my it's life. All right. It's the best water I've ever had, and it comes right out of the faucet. Okay, uh, what did I have? I had a Tom Collins uh, uh, double. I highly recommend, if you have the time and you have the the means and you have, like, a shaker and you have a squeezer, whatever you call it, juicer thing, uh, make yourself a homemade Tom Collins. Don't buy the Tom Collins mix. Make yourself one at home. It is Super refreshing, especially in the summer. I'm gonna give it. Uh, have I ever given a five on this? I'm gonna give it a five. It is the most refreshing cocktail I've ever had. Is a Tom Collins. Um, wow. Yeah. Because it has. I. You know. I, I. Sometimes I drink. Like I do like my gin and tonics, and sometimes I'll just drink like a strawberry. I'm sorry. I'll drink like a lemonade vodka in the summer because it's easy to make and whatever. But the uh, the simple syrup that you make, the the sugar, the sweetness of the Tom Collins really pushes it over the edge. It is. It is great. And if you want to make your own simple syrup at home, it's equal parts sugar and equal parts water, and you heat the water to where the sugar dissolves, and you put it in a little mason jar, put it in your fridge, you're good to go. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It's delicious. All right. Anything else, buddy? No, that's all I got. All right. It's good talking to you. Uh, yeah. All right. So you could follow, Scott. Oh, by the way, your uh, Batgirl 24 was beautiful. I, I hope – Oh, if thanks. if I can never be hired to work with you on anything, I hope that uh, John Rauch Roush, uh-huh. is your colorist. Sure. Is your colorist moving forward? I think you guys are a great team. Um, oh. Shout out to Jr. Great stuff. Okay. Um, oh shit! I should probably plug uh, uh, Adventure Van Number One is in previews. So if you're a comic book fan and you want to see something of mine and you want to order it from your store. Go to your store, ask them to order Adventure Van Number 1 from Golden Apple Books. I do not have the order code with me right now. I'll do that shit next week. Um, All right, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TIG underscore show. Follow Scott on Twitter and Instagram at Scotty God. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Cody. Follow me on Instagram at Ryan Cody 75. Go to Tickshow.com for all your swag and uh for all the episodes and if you want to support the show give us some money buy us around tell us what to drink uh you can go there and do all that everything is there um all right buddy it's good talking to you and uh we'll do it again next week all right
1: yeah yeah oh maybe we'll see
0: yeah oh yeah you might be out of town cool story man all right (laughs) later
1: adios pieces
0: We come in pieces